Hi everyone, and welcome back to another edition of the CADcast. I'm Mike Edwards alongside Josh Cazell, and today we are excited to welcome the first British Columbian native to the podcast, someone who has gone from pitching on the Hawaiian Islands to pitching on Vancouver Island for the summer. It's Harbor Cats ace, Kate Smith. Kate, we appreciate you taking the time to uh, chat with us here today. Absolutely, thanks for having me. Well, first of all, I, I gotta ask you, What's it like to go to school in Hawaii? I imagine it's pretty great. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's great baseball weather year-round, great atmosphere, like 4,000 fans. Uh, both my parents went to school in Canada, so they're a little bit jealous because they had snowy winters and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, I bet. I'm in Hawaii year-round, basically. <laughs> yeah, no, I imagine it's awesome. Um, obviously, uh, the major leagues are, are dominated by American-born players, while uh, baseball certainly is uh, increasing in popularity in Canada, specifically here in British Columbia. It's probably still at this point below sports like hockey, maybe even basketball, obviously with the success of the, the Raptors recently, but you're one of six active players on the Harbor Cats who were born in BC. So what inspired you to pick up the sport of baseball as a young kid and, and then keep going with it? So I played a lot of sports growing up. Both my parents are uh, PE teachers, so they're, you know, they were both college basketball players, so they, you know, they love athletics, love sports. Um, so I played volleyball, basketball, I did track and field, then I played baseball. I started playing baseball when I was four years old, so I've been playing it for a long time. And as uh, I went through high school and started to just love it more and more and realized that, you know, I was actually, you know, had some potential in it and just kept on playing it and loving it more. And then just, it just took off and then just been playing it since. <laughs> did you have any kind of mentors or people you look, looked up to, Canadians in the big leagues that you watched growing up that kind of inspired you at all? Um, or maybe not even Canadians could be. My dad's there. from Ontario, so yeah. he, he is a big fan of the Blue Jays, and so we would watch a lot of Blue Jays, and uh, we liked Roy Holiday watching him pitch. Yeah, so that was cool. Um, but I mean, you know, my dad was a great mentor because he coached me for a, a lot of baseball and a lot of other sports too growing up. Mm -hmm. So that was awesome. Yeah, you've obviously pitched for the U18 Canadian Junior National Team back in 2017. And I was wondering if you can kind of talk a bit about that experience and what you learned pitching against some like the best young talent in the world that helped you make the picture you are today. Yeah, no, that was definitely one of the best experiences baseball has in my life. Mm -hmm. Like, for sure, a once in a lifetime experience to be able to play in a world championship in Canada and at home, you got 8,000 people just in red and white and nice. pitching in front of them was is just so much fun, such great competition. You know, it was a great group of guys. Like, you got guys from all over the country, but you know, they came together as a team. You spent a fair amount of time with them, the, you know, months leading up to that. But yeah, no, it was definitely just a great, great learning experience pitching against hitters from all over the world and just mm -hmm. to be out there and just go and, you know, learn how to pitch to your strengths and just be confident in that and take that with you to whoever you're going to pitch against. Yeah, nice. Exciting. Um, I guess I'm also kind of curious to learn some of the deciding factors that went into your decision of playing summer baseball here at the Harbor Cats this mm -hmm. summer. Was there like a specific coach, teammate, or aspect here in Victoria that inspired you to come here? Uh, my school has sent lots of guys here before KK Rios, Ethan yeah. Lopez, right. and Colin Ashworth was here too. Yeah. Dustin Demeter, uh, Dustin Demeter, yeah. Carter Lowen, yeah. yep. Josh Rojas. Yeah. yeah, so lots of guys. You know, good connection between our school and this program here. Um, and then obviously, you know, it's, this is a great program too. It's great fan atmosphere. Like it's fantastic for a summer program. Like what what's been built here, I, I think it's awesome. Mm -hmm. And then the fact that it's pretty close to home for me is just a huge plus. You know, my family can actually come out and see me pitch on the weekends, which right. they haven't. They wouldn't have seen me pitch for like 
since last mm, August. It's yeah, been, it's been a long time. You know, when you play school, so we play uh, school ball so far away. So right. it's just you know, being home is great. Good competition, uh, good opportunity for development. So it's just it seemed like an all around just great opportunity, and I'm glad that I came here. Nice. Well, so far on the WCL season, you've yet to receive a decision, but you have pitched in two Harbor Cats victories, and uh, you've also amassed a team leading 18 strikeouts in 19 and two thirds innings. So, how would you uh, grade your start to the season so far? Um, it's it's been you know it's been good. It's been a good learning experience, and this team is definitely very strong. And you know, as for the only no decisions part, that's. That's that's fine. I mean, we've had we've, we've kept starters to a pretty low pitch count, being like only 80 pitches when I've been like close to 100 pitches every single start at, at school. So that could be part of it because you're coming out in, in pretty early in games. And as we could see this last series, like the team that was winning in the eighth was the team that lost three games in a row, which yeah. is you know crazy. Um, yeah, but no, it's been it's been great to pitch here. Uh, you got a good defense playing behind me, pitching to good catchers. You know, it's been really good too. Just just learning you know from Ian uh, talking to him a lot like he's got some great knowledge and it's just good to soak up mm -hmm. and it's been you know been a great experience so far. Mm -hmm. Is there anything in particular that either you or the the coaching staff here you talked about Ian Sanderson the mm -hmm. pitching coach or your coaches back at Hawaii have told you to really focus on this summer? Mm -hmm. um, so Ian and I we've been like since I threw my first bullpen there's some mechanical things that I had brought from from my coaches back at school that wanted to work on and told him about them and then he has helped me with them and pointed out some things of his own and it's it's you know like I said it's been some really cool things to hear he said just like small things but things that I've never heard about and mm -hmm. and it's so it's been interesting to learn from you know from a different opinion too and and so some of the things that we've been working on like we've been working on the lower half and then staying linear and um and that I think has really helped you know it's just Especially with control being linear and then everything going towards the plate is is a big bonus instead of being rotational and you know over rotational at times. Mm -hmm. Nice. Then obviously in the spring you wrapped up your sophomore season at the University of Hawaii and you appeared 16 times in the mound, including seven starts. Do you prefer starting the game or coming to the bullpen in relief? Yeah, I prefer starting 100. Like percent Yeah, it's just it's so much. Uh, so much easier for the preparation aspect of it because you know you have a you know definitive day when you're going to pitch. You can schedule lifting, running, throwing all that around that. So you you just it's for certain, and then you know the day leading up to it, you can take it. You can give yourself as much time as you're going to need to get warm and do whatever mental visualization stuff you want to do, and then. So when you, you go out to the mound for the first time, you've done everything that you can that entire week leading up to it to be ready instead of being in the bullpen where sometimes you have to scramble and get warm in, in five, ten minutes, and that's that's pretty difficult. Yeah, you definitely kind of answered my next follow-up question. Like a different mindset you have yeah. between starting and uh, coming out of the bullpen. Like, right. How does your mindset change like coming out of the pen with like yeah. runners on base rather than like, starting yeah. a game like fresh off, yeah. like first inning? Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, part of the difference between coming out of the pen versus starting is is, is sprint versus a marathon. You know, you, you go out for an inning out of the pen, you're just trying to gas it up, and you can, you know, just blow it out for that inning and not have to worry about going out for two, three, four after that, and totally. still have to have stuff left in the tank. So, and then, you know, you know, in the same kind of holding nothing back mindset when you're starting, you maybe first time through the order, you want to throw them, show them as all your off speed pitches, and then you want to keep that so you have that later still up your sleeve right. when you're facing them the second or third time through the order. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I mean, then the other thing is 
guys that come out of the pen in tough situations and they got to be clutch and that's you know that's a lot of pressure it's tough especially you know sometimes as a starter you're the guy who puts them into those situations and then you're either you're really thankful for them that they saved your you know you from scoring giving them some more runs yeah yeah well something that i'm sure you're familiar with being at hawaii is uh, the travel factor between games um, something that, of course, all the Harbor Cats are dealing with in the West Coast League this summer. So, how do you cope with long flights during the college season yeah. or uh, bus rides in the yeah. West Coast League season, especially on game days where you're scheduled to pitch? Yeah. So, the, um, I mean, being as tall as I am, the travel is kind of rough. There's not a whole lot of <laughs> yeah. not a whole lot of leg room on planes and buses yeah. and stuff like that. Uh, school's good because they give us time to take a day off and kind of adjust. Um, but with the Harbor Cats, it like it is it is tough when you get a three a.m. wake up and the six a.m. ferry, and then you're driving for six hours and showing up at the field, and and then on the way home you're driving through the night and just you just feel burned out. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, there's not really there's not really a whole lot that you can do. You know, you just gotta kind of you know roll out, stretch, do that stuff kind of that you can, and then you just gotta go out there with whatever you have, and it's you know it's tough to. When we played, when actually for, for the first time, that was me coming off the bus and pitching against them, and yeah. it's just kind of you gotta, you know, not get too wrapped up in it because you can't control it. So you just gotta go out and pitch. Well, uh, I want to go back a little bit further before you decided on Hawaii. Uh, you came out of high school in 2017 and were drafted in the 16th round by the Minnesota Twins. Mm -hmm. So what was that experience like of going through the process of being drafted out of high school? And uh, I guess as a follow up to that. Did you know for sure that you were going to go to Hawaii, or was it ever in the in the picture of you know I might sign with the Twins and, and go pro out of high school? Yeah, yeah, no, that was that was a, a really difficult decision to make. Uh, it took a lot of thought. Um, I honestly, I was I was pretty split between the options. I didn't know where I wanted to go for sure. Um, so there wasn't you know it wasn't certain that I was like yeah I'm going to go to school, but. Um, once it, once things with the draft played out and we got in contact with the team, and then we found out that we were just like you know at, at this point it would be a much better decision for me to go to school, develop for three years, hopefully you know re-enter the draft and mm -hmm. get three quarters of my degree mm -hmm. out of the way so that I can go back and finish that easy after baseball if it doesn't work out. And so that was the decision I made, and you know part of that was it's one thing to be an 18 year old away from home at school, but it's another thing to be an 18 year old in Arizona or Florida with a bunch of, you know, 20, yeah. 21 year olds who've been there for a couple of years already. Like that's, that's a big change going from high school to the minor leagues. And so not only is there uh, you know, a physical and, and baseball wise development that takes place at school, it also, you know, maturity development that, that takes place. And, mm -hmm. and that's definitely been something that, you know, I've appreciated going to school is, is the not only getting part of my degree out of the way, but also developing, you know, maturity-wise, and and it's been, and it's I think it, you know I made the right decision. I'm happy with going to school and getting those three years to develop, and I'm hoping to enter the draft again after my junior year and and just give it a shot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, nice. and yeah, you kind of mentioned at the top of our episode actually. And I was going to bring it up here and. And I noticed that you actually you played multiple different sports mm -hmm. in high school. Mm -hmm. Volleyball, basketball, your track and field that you mentioned as yeah. well. And I guess, when did you decide to fully focus on baseball? And mm -hmm. did you think that playing the multiple sports helped you avoid, like, maybe being burnt out from just focusing on one right. sport at such an early age? Right. Yeah, no, for sure, being a multi-sport athlete is a great thing for young kids as they develop. Because, you know, even if you go through your other, your secondary and third sport and you're like, yeah, you know, I don't, 
you don't really like this, this that much. Once you get to baseball season, then you're like, oh yeah, you're like here we go. This is my favorite part. Right. So and then that's you know that's great for not being burnt out. It's good for kids' arms as they're growing, and if, you know they're pitching year-round. They don't get a they don't get a break. That's not not you know the healthiest thing. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I mean, through high school, I was mainly I was playing volleyball because my friends were playing volleyball, mm -hmm. and and I was playing basketball because I thought it was a good way to, to develop my athleticism. You know, it's lots of running and jumping and stuff like that. And right. so um, I am you know glad that I was playing those sports through high school. I stopped playing after my grade 11 year, and that's when I started focusing on baseball. And part of that was because I, I broke my uh, left little finger during volleyball warm-up. Oh, no. Yeah, so it was just a, it was a stupid thing, it was a yeah. small break, but I was like, yeah, no, we can't have that happen next year, you know. Grade 12 year is a big year for baseball, and so I was like, yeah, it's, this is, you know, at that point I was ready, too, to just go baseball just all the time, and, and I should just focus on that. And, you know, if maybe I had been only baseball for four years, five years already, would I have been as willing to do that? I don't know. So definitely playing a lot of, you know, multiple sports growing up is, is a great thing for kids for, you know, for their athleticism and not getting burnt out and too bored of just playing one sport. Totally. And I guess one of the other things I'm curious now is that if you didn't decide to pursue baseball mm -hmm. only, what sport would Kate Smith try to pursue at the next level? Well, it's funny because people will see our team and see some of the guys that we have like at school traveling and they'll ask, are you like a basketball team or a volleyball team? And it's like, no, I'm not tall enough for volleyball and I'm not fast enough for basketball. So it just it looks like I'm a pitcher through and through. Yeah, yeah. nice. Yeah. Cool. And all right, well, that's all the questions we have for you, Kager, today. We really appreciate you taking the time uh, to talk to us. And it's great to be able to watch you out there in the mound for Victoria this summer. Thanks for having me. Cool. And that's going to do it for us today on the CatCast. Make sure to watch out for new episodes every week on the HarborCast social media pages as we'll be talking to different players every week to give you a chance to get to know your 2019 HarborCats. But for now, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Cool.